Hello, guys. Welcome to the Black Queens Republic podcast. We're back. It's been a while. Today, we're talking about a topic that has been bothering me for many years, <laughs> years and years. And Imana is here to help me, you know, Yay. dissect it. I'm excited. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I, I, I feel like we may not I, we're not going to have the same opinion on this subject, which is always fun to talk about. I feel like we always have, like, we're able to talk about things that we don't agree on in, like, a normal, civil way. And, you know, mm-hmm. some people, you just can't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to to hear your take, especially because you grew up in the South. Mm-hmm. So, mm, I have my <laughs> opinions. Uh, but before I begin, how are you doing? Like, it's been o- officially, like, over a year, I think, since we've been in the pandemic. <sighs> yeah. I'm, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. And yeah, I have my first, I've been vaccinated, but only one round because this country doesn't know what it's talking about. But <laughs> I don't know. I feel like everyone's given up. No one is yeah. as careful as they used to because how long can they expect us to be careful? Of course, mm-hmm. I'm still trying. I'm not going to go into Walmart without a mask. But of course. Like, I can't just be here by myself. Like, I need to see people. We're going to try mm-hmm. to be responsible, but, like, we need to live our lives or we'll go crazy. Exactly. And you are, even for me, who is, like, an introvert, I'm <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> all right, dog. Like, this is... You know I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you're dying. Because I think I talked to you like in May last year and you're like, I can't. Yeah. So I want, like at that time I was like, oh, this is fine. So I, you're probably just like in flames right now. I honestly, like, I feel like it was definitely worse at the beginning because now we're just kind of used to the misery. But just because I'm used to it doesn't mean I like it. You know, it was I'm like right. a weird, weird feeling at the beginning. I was like, we're all going to die. And now I'm like, oh, we're not all going to die, but this needs to end soon. Yeah, I'm also like kind of tired. Yeah. Everything is like you kind of have to think. Ooh, you start to stop and think. Like yeah. you're always like, it's everything is just a big deal now, and I just you miss things so being chill. I miss things yeah. being chill too. I just yeah. want to get my hair done, Jane. I like it. five months of not being able to get my hair done. We're allegedly going to be able to soon, but we wait and see. I don't know yeah. if it's actually going to happen because you can get your hair done in Durham region. I can't. I can't portray my hairdresser like that, Jane. How dare you? Oh, <laughs> I, I am a black woman. I have a close relationship with my hairdresser. Oh, Lord, all right. Yeah. Well, glad you're alive. I'm glad um, you are too. But, I mean, we're we're trying, trying our best. <laughs> So we're talking about Tyler Perry today and and Medea and the whole shebang. Tyler Perry came at a time when there wasn't really black representation. If there was Spike Lee and and there was um you know Sydney Potier, there was a few people here and there. Yeah. But in terms of like a whole black cast with like, like an empire. Yeah, it was kind of like Tyler Perry was our shit and and I remember like Tyler Perry movies were shown in church. Like I watched Diary of a Mad Black Woman in church. <laughs> That's hilarious. So do you think that like 
black people at the time were just like this is our king and and didn't realize or how what was your take when Tyler Perry you know first came out thing is because I grew up in the south like it wasn't his movies that I knew him like you know about all of his plays and stuff he was very very famous and like very relevant to black people in America for a long time before he started making the movie so like oh, when man. I would get my hair done I would watch the plays like I had I knew who he was before the movies came to be like Medea, what like family reunion or diary of a black woman wasn't my first introduction to him I knew who he was like long before that oh yes that's why he when he so he shot diary of a mad black woman in his house and I was like it's a mansion how did he make it so fast oh no he was already so many plays like so many traveling plays that people would pay money to go to and he would have like huge audiences he was like really famous before he became like mega famous Mm -hmm. what were your thoughts on his films and plays when I mean I guess you were really young but yeah I was little, but, like, I just, I did, and I still do think that Medea is hilarious. Like, Mm -hmm. is it ignorant? (laughs) Yes, but (laughs) I thought it was so funny, and I haven't seen, like, I haven't watched a Tyler Perry production in a long time, especially, like, the more recent Medea things. Like, Medea does Halloween, because I was like, okay, this is too coonish for me. (laughs) But, like, at the beginning, I think Medea was hilarious. Like, maybe I need to revisit, because I haven't seen those, but from what I remember, like, Medea movies are so funny and Medea would crack me up but I I was little so I didn't really think about it I was just like this is funny hmm really yeah I remember like loving I was like I I was like who is this king like I want to know him so funny so you guys about Tyler Perry like yeah I I loved like when Diary of a Mad Black Woman came out. I was like, "Who is this man that has put blacks on my TV?" Like, everybody's black. Oh my god, it's not a Nigerian movie either. Wow! Like and you were living in Canada at that time, right? Yes, I was already in Canada. Um, and, and I and I don't remember seeing anything. I was like fourteen at yeah. that time when when Diary of a Mad Black Woman came out, and I was like in love. I, I loved the, the Shamar Moore pickup lines. Oh, my God. Like, I the pray for wig. you. You love the Shamar Moore braided wig? <laughs> like, I didn't even. It was a mess. I remember there was a line. What did you say? Movie. What was the line? It was, it was, I pray for you more than I pray for oh, myself. of course. At the end, when they're in, like, the garage? Was that what yeah. you told yeah. Yes. Girl, when I tell you that line took me to jesus and left me there oh so funny yeah it never was a thing for me i just like saw it as medea i I don't even think i realized who tyler perry was until like years after seeing it like of course he played himself as well and i knew that of course that medea wasn't a woman but i didn't Mm -hmm. really care about tyler perry i was just like oh this is funny oh well it wasn't life-changing for me it was just entertaining i oh my god that's so interesting So have you watched a Tyler Perry movie at all? Of course, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen them in a while, but of course, especially the ones that first came out, like Diary of a Mad Black Woman, Medea's Family Reunion, which is, Mm -hmm. that's what it's called, right? Yeah. Like, Daddy's Little Girls, like all of the, like so many movies that came out. Because remember, there was a period of time where they were just like, he was cranking them out. He the was like Nollywood, yes. He was the bringing one with movies out. Henson. I don't mm-hmm. know who that one was, but she. I had, can like, do battle by myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Childhood trauma was like a like a drunk. I think she was an alcoholic. 
Yes. Yeah, yes. but like all of those movies, I 100% saw and I looked forward to them, Jane. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed them, <laughs> but I didn't, like, it was just like, I only saw it as like, oh, like, this these is are comedy. Good black movies and that's all, you know? Really? Yeah. Well, what is your take now, you know, because now I feel like with the Ava DuVernay's and the uh, <laughs> Ryan Coogler, yeah. You know, we were having sort of like a wave and we're seeing that, oh, Blacks can do other things as opposed to Black trauma and just this this idea that a Black story has to have extreme suffering in it. Yeah. What is I, your your take now? I, well, I initially get, I, I was just entertained. And then like, as, as the movies, like as it, the movies continue to come, out and they were like kind of the same theme I was like okay and then I eventually just stopped watching them and then I was Mm -hmm. like very like man Tyler Perry what are you doing but now yeah I I like it's like I don't even care like I feel like I kind of feel bad for him like Mm -hmm. I feel like people hold him to such a high standard and it's like Mm -hmm. did he ever say that he was making like like classic films and he was like I'm trying to get to the root of it or like mm-hmm. with, like I feel like he just does like e- he he does easy storylines like he's like I want to do easy drama I want to do easy funny so he like nothing takes time he like just like nothing is deep so mm-hmm. that's why it all ends up being pretty like oh when you think about it you're like oh god this is not great but I don't think he ever tried to be great maybe yeah. I'm wrong <laughs> maybe as black people we were fine yeah with Tyler Perry and we were fine laughing at the aunties because we all have the un- those aunties in our families yeah each of us i don't know any black person who hasn't experienced some sort of trauma yeah so or any person well i guess some white people they're just like living the dream <laughs> but like we we kind of like hold it in our bodies and like but it was good to sort of see our representation. Like part of the reason I watch Nigerian movies is because everybody's black. Love you so much, Nollywood. But like anything's a step up. So you probably <laughs> saw Tyler Perry movies and was like, "This is a production." Yeah. Let yeah. <laughs> and it was like it was like black people. It was like multiple cameras. Yeah. It was you know, <laughs> it was like you know, yeah. like the camera is not running with the person. Like, like yeah. even though it's trash, it was still like uh, trash that they spent a lot of money on. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. But I think over the years, I was like, oh, so sorry. So the this narrative is kind of not changing. You, like Tyler Perry was refusing to grow as a writer. Exactly, and again, I go like I don't even know if it's that it's because he hates black people or if it's because he's lazy. He's like mm-hmm. I feel like he came up with like a method, and he was like, okay, this method works, so I'm always going to use this method. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to use buzz situations, and then I will include them in every single movie and change them around a little bit but like mm-hmm. this is what works and I'm just like not gonna change it because I've made all this money off of this but do you think that Tyler Perry has a responsibility like much as okay fine he found his niche yeah yes great amazing for you but does he have a responsibility being a black man with so much power to put out stories that empower our community no that is not fair like why it's not Mm -hmm. fair that just because you're black it has to be deep and like 
just think of all the stupid white movies. We don't even know the people who made them because it's like, mm-hmm. and that's the issue. They have so much that if one person just like does dumb things like Adam Sandler, his movies are like very annoying and like mm-hmm. all pretty trash, but like mm-hmm. people don't care about it that much because there's so many other things. And it's just like Tyler Perry has been pigeonholed just because there's been a lack of diversity and a lack of black stories. And it's not fair to him that like, like, Maybe that's not what he wanted to do. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's not fair that everything is under a microscope just because we don't get visibility. Like, that, that's a bigger issue. That shouldn't be Tyler Perry's issue, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I understand why people are like, oh, my goodness, like, you're embarrassing us. Can we, like, do a little bit more? But then mm-hmm. it's, it's really also not fair to say that, like, if you're this famous and you have this much visibility as a Black person, you have to be perfect. Because, like, other people don't have to be. And that you have to... I I never thought of that, actually. Yeah. Like, it's not fair. So people can do whatever they want, but, like, it's, like, again, it goes back to, like, if you're Black, you have to be perfect. You have to do four times as good as everybody else. You have to work harder. You have to look at things over and over to make sure there's not a mistake. And, like, how is that fair? Mm Mm-hmm. I never thought about that because Adam Sandler actually has the worst movies ever. And like, I don't hear people, like people will say it, but people aren't like personally like, Adam Sandler owes it to the white community. Exactly. You know, just like, that's dumb. Oh, well, I'll watch it or I won't watch it. And that's what I feel like with Tyler Perry now that like, I had a Mm. them just like he, like, and I did have that, like, he should be representing people like in a better life. But as I've grown, I've seen like, I've changed how I look at things where it's like that's not fair like mm-hmm. it's not fair that we have to as black people just like be perfect and cover all the bases it's just like with Beyonce and Black is King where it was like but she didn't do everything and it's like how why do we have to do everything yes I was just <laughs> I was just gonna touch on that I was gonna say when when Beyonce did Black is King you know you saw you know Kenyan saying well Lion King is based in Nairobi yeah. and like what the hell like yeah. she didn't even speak of East Africa and and you're right that like it's only when it's black people that we have to be perfect. black and brown people is when we just have to be like well what is your responsibility to your community when you're far up there What's what's Ava DuVernay's responsibility? It's, not, it's, it's mm-hmm. not fair. And like to like and when you speak of responsibility, it's like when you like in the long run, Tyler Perry has done so much for black people. Maybe not mm-hmm. that he's like portrayed black people in a perfect light, but like he has employed black people. Mm-hmm. And like at the end of the day, that's what we need. We need to work, you know? Yes. Yes. I've never thought about that. And I'm I'm happy you brought that up because I don't know if your parents did this. My mom used to do this thing where she was like, you know, because you're black, you have to make sure that you're kind of unseen. Cross your T's and dot your I's. You gotta be Yeah, exactly. But but she never said it. But I've I've been going, I've been talking about this with my therapist and realizing Mm. that everything my mom did and how she disciplined us was to get us to be as silent silently black as we could be you yeah know? so but the rest of the world will accept you and you could do well and it's yes it's, it's sad that she had to do that it's not like she did that with ill intent it was mm-hmm. like for the, my children should do the best that they can they have to like hide their blackness 
exactly because i've always not not as much like in a pronounced way but i've definitely always had over the years had issues with tyler perry's films Mm -hmm. because i felt that he has he has this platform and he can do things differently but now i'm realizing like but why why do you why does he have to do things differently yeah like why does he have to do everything perfectly like I'm sure that's not what he set out to do. He probably set out to, like, tell stories and make a lot of money. And that's what he's doing. Even if the stories are trash, they're stories. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he's he's doing quite well for himself with those stories. On one hand, I think he's like, well, you bitches may not like it, but... You're still coming to the... I'm rich. (laughs) Like, Like, Saved by Grace or whatever the hell that movie is called had 26 million viewers on netflix in one week and i'm part of that 26 million Wait, there was a tyler perry netflix movie see i did i missed that it's called saved save something by grace uh-huh. and it is the single worst thing i've ever seen when did my- it come out it came i can't believe it came out during covid last year oh, wow. a, fa- a fall it. from grace Maybe I saw it, but then again, like, this is just, like, Adam Sandler. That's, like, Tyler Perry to me. I'm like, yeah, it's probably going to be gone. Like, maybe I'll check it out, but normally I won't. It was just, like, why did you do Felis Rashad like that? Why did you do oh, Sicily like that? Like, it was such a horrific movie oh God, that I happened? didn't even know. Okay, leave alone the horrific storylines uh-huh. that Tyler Perry does. Uh-huh. It was also, like, he didn't even take time to... The aesthetics, you know, just the set, the oh, the really? wigs. He normally does a good job with that, right? Or from his first few movies. No, like there was a point where like people were pretending to like drink things, but they weren't actually drinking. Oh, Tyler! Um, like you don't have money for juice in the budget. You're <laughs> like, just gonna pretend. Yeah, and then there was a <laughs> it, when they, there's like the jail scene where like Grace her wig changes twice, but it's the same scene. Mm-hmm. And then there's another part where, like, so the reason why Grace is in jail is because she beat up her sugar baby, but she beat him so bad, and then we think he died. Like she literally almost oh, like God. the way she, they showed us his his head was literally like cut in half, but somehow he came up alive. And this is Felicia like, Rashad beat her sugar baby. This is another lady. It's her first movie. Her name, Felicia Rashad played Grace's friend. It was, you just have to watch oh, wait, it. I think I saw, I think I saw the um, preview for it. it and was I was like, this is nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I know what you're talking about. It was a terrible, and Cicely Tyson, you know Cicely Tyson, rest her soul. She is the yeah. queen of everything. She's a classy woman. And he... He gave her a role that I just, uh But then I, at the same time, like, horrible role, but, like, did she get money, though? <laughs> like, was she, she able to pay, buy nice things? Probably. She got money, but god damn. Like, why'd you do my girl like that, though? Like, when she passed, was everyone, like, Cicely Tyson was a legend. But remember that one Tyler Perry movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know but like oh it was just you just have to watch it one day and and just just watch it okay because i i can't even explain how i remember just the preview i was like this looks so terrible i i can't i will not and i may tell my mom about it because she would like this but i won't i don't 
<laughs> so, okay. So speaking of fall from grace, there were a lot of think pieces, as you can imagine. Yeah. Actually, I think I read an article that said <laughs> Tyler Perry needs to discuss his issues with black women and resolve them quickly. Like yeah. that was the title of the article. Uh, now you've said that, and I agree with you now that you've, you know, you've explained it, that why are black people always expected to have some sort of responsibility when they have like a little bit of a platform or they have a little bit of money or they're a little bit famous. But do you agree that with these people that have written thousands and thousands of think pieces on Tyler Perry, that these stories and the narratives are harmful to the black community in some way especially dark-skinned black women and like what and but when you say harmful does that mean like people from other races are watching it and like thinking badly about black people or is it that black people are watching these stories about themselves and like acting in a different way from what I got from the article it was more so articles that I've read it's people are concerned about looking in like looking in and being like this is the continued narrative black people have to suffer to make it or a black woman isn't worthy until she's married or you yeah. know the punishment for a black woman when she cheats is hiv and so people living with hiv will be like oh so hiv is a punishment you know what i mean those sort of narratives harm black people for me it's more so like how other communities view us, particularly maybe white people having yeah. this idea that, that we're only worthy when we suffer. And I don't know if you've noticed, like, when white people, they see the person in us, it's when we were suffering. Yeah. You know, and, and when they see us crying, then suddenly, like, we're human. And yeah, or, like, people are, like, they see, like, clips of starving children in Africa, and they're like, damn, man. Like, yeah and then it's like it but when beyonce is doing something great nobody ever cares when 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 tyler perry is buying a studio you don't hear as much hype as when i remember when that black guy carried a cop out of a crowd that was beating him or whatever and and this black man came and like carried him out of the crowd and it was like oh look, that's the type of black man we want you know that it's, is him cares what kind of black person you want white people be but they, oh. <laughs> that's what i mean and and i think people think like these stories that tyler perry continues to tell just mm -hmm. they further this narrative especially for white people to continue you know i'll give my opinion but i want you to give your opinion Okay, well, I feel like white people are going to white no matter what we provide. I don't think that there's any convincing that we need to do. There's, like, in my opinion, like, they're still going to be horrible to us either way. And, mm -hmm. okay, have you ever heard of the book called The Souls of Black Folks? No. It's I by W.E.B. It. Dubois. I say Du Bois because I'm country, but mm -hmm. it's a book I had to read in anthropology in undergrad. And it was actually it was my favorite answer teacher. She was a white woman. And oh. it's about this concept of double consciousness. Mm. And I know I sound like, woohoo, but like, yeah. and it's, it's like this concept of like black people can never just be like, we have like a double consciousness. So it's like, we are who we are, but then we also see everything we do through the lens of white people which like affects us and mm -hmm. I and it's a thing that I know I've done and I probably still do but it's something I'm trying to get away from because it's so true 
And that's mm-hmm. what it is, right? Like we are living in the society that was like built by white people for white people that has caused us to like everything we do, we think like, what are white people going to think about it? Like, it's not fair. Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. But it's, it's that thinking and that we were forced to think like that has caused us to like, I feel like it makes us like critique everything that we do so much more because we're not just critiquing it for ourselves. We're critiquing it for how white people will see it. And we, I can't, we can't do it anymore. Like we could, we could be perfect, Jane. They're still going to be horrible to us. And when I say yes, yes I don't mean all white people, but I mm-hmm. like, I, and then it's harmful for us because it's like, we can't, and it's true. Like when you think about it, everything we do, like when we see the news and someone did some shit, we're like, please, please, please not be a black person. Cause we just know if it was a black person, then all the white people are going to say, this is what black people do. Mm-hmm. It's, it's exhausting. We're all exhausted. So like, and that's how I try to think about things. Now. I'm like, I don't care what white people look at things because they're going to treat us the way they treat us. Either way. And we, it, we shouldn't continue to allow that to affect how we act or what we enjoy or what we do or what Medea movies we make, you know? Mm. Like, who cares? I don't care anymore. I'm tired. I have done it for That's so long. That's really interesting. I've never oh, had that perspective. It's but a, it's, it just seems like such a peaceful perspective to have. In and it was, like, it was like back back in the day. Like, I'm going to say the 30s, but I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's like writing about, and it's so true of how like we have been forced Mm-hmm. So we don't just like we can't just think of what we like we have to think of what we like and then also what white people like and what, if they're gonna like it like and John mm-hmm. we should all be done like who cares what they see and what they yeah. think us, you know why is it on the shoulder of yeah. Tyler Perry to it's, it's exhausting because I don't even make anything and I'm exhausted by just like what are people gonna think blah 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 and I feel like mm-hmm. Tyler Perry has done a wonderful job of being like I don't fucking care let me make <laughs> yes he has don't care (laughs) i remember tyler perry posted a picture on twitter and and he the caption was work ethic and it was like a bunch of scripts that he had written and and i watched an interview of tyler perry i can't remember who did the interview but it made me realize that tyler perry tyler perry is not dumb no he's a has to be a genius Tyler Perry knows what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. And then there's a little bit about me that's like, is he so aware that he has made the conscious decision to be like, I don't care what white people think. Like, this has nothing to do with you. Because if that's what went on behind the scenes of all of the makings of this, then it's a little bit genius and a very mm-hmm. radical of him to be like, I don't care anymore. Like, I'm going to mm-hmm. do what I want to do. Yeah. If it works. I, I watched this interview and, and he was talking about you know, for him, he just wants to to write because he was asked, like, why don't you hire writers? And like, like, literally, it just looks like you write everything because it will literally be like Tyler Perry's acrimony, you know? And so you can tell that, I like, you know, I've heard horrible uh, things. Still haven't seen it. My sister told me the other day. She was like, you have to. It was it was terrible. I, I don't even want to talk about acrimony <laughs> because <laughs> it's too much. But um. So she was asking him, like, you know, why don't you hire writers? And he talked about, like, they have unions and, and like, you know, unions, they, they do this thing where they want yeah. you to to pay them. And basically he was like, I don't have time. Like, if you don't write something quick and like, this is not about being classy and bougie. Like, he just wants a script out and done. And that's yeah, so when I was like. About it. And I feel like he's allowed to be like. 
I'm just like, like I, I'm not thinking deeply about it. Like his stuff is very ignorant in the way he's mm-hmm. portrayed people who are HIV positive and like what you said of him, like kind of making it seem like you did something. So that's why you got it. You know, mm-hmm. like it's very, very irresponsible, but like, why mm-hmm. should he be responsible? He's not Dr. Perry, PhD, you know, like, who like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're right. For sure. I agree that like, because even when I see the compliments that Ava DuVernay gets, mm-hmm. it's always it's like, she's perfect. It's like, no, but it's always like, well, yes, but it's also like, (laughs) thank you for telling, you know, stories that, that, you know, advocate for our community. You know, thank you for telling those worthy stories. And it's like, it goes back into like, but if she didn't, then, then what? What is, what about if, if we had a black version of like confessions of a shopaholic? Exactly. 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 So what, they, they, that person, the writer, would probably like be crucified. I love that movie, first of all. But like, I love that I film. Yeah. Have, I have started a personal book club, which I'm I'm starting to do with my sister and my friend um, Courtney, where mm-hmm. I am reading only black authors this year, and I have made a conscious effort. Like, of course, it's really hard, but I've made a conscious effort to just try to find books by black authors that are just like like just like books. And they're yeah. not about slavery. They're not about how white people yeah. have done us so wrong. And they're just like books about us. And we're just like living life. Because that's the thing. It's like being normal. And we're why not we, being, why we be yeah. normal. Like why can't yeah. we be ignorant and normal? I agree. I'm I'm also on the same mission. I just finished reading. I was on this, as you know, I like reading about feminism and yeah. And like apartheid and all these things, but it it was getting to me. It's too much, uh, Jane. Sometimes it's just like, how can't we just like be? Sometimes like, can't yeah, we, like be like good people, but also just like enjoy something that ha- that doesn't like trigger us to like cry or to like be like, yeah, we really have been mistreated, and we could just like read something and be like, oh, that was cute, or watch something yeah. and be like, oh, that was cute. The last book I read, the last books I read was All About Love by Bell Hooks, which I cried. Like, was like, there slavery involved? It's, she's talking about feminism and, okay. and but, but like, also like how black women were so left out of the movement. And like, once again, like we're at the front line, but at, at the same time, we're at the bottom of the barrel. And I just found myself like in tears. And I was talking to my therapist when I finished the book and I'm like, when will we when will it stop like when will black people just not suffer and that's the thing especially after last year of like other people being like wow black people have been mistreated and black people were like duh like after all of that like i felt like it was like an overload it was like a sensory overload and that's like i i just it's too much like it's Mm -hmm. too much sometimes and i just want to enjoy things and i feel like it's all of us should be able to just enjoy things and do what we want without like the added pressure of like, let's like, let's delve deep and like, see how, you know, you know, when things like the the book you're talking about, it sounds like it would be really important, but like right now I can't read anything like that because I'm already so angry, Jane. I can't be more angry. I will combust if I get angry. Yeah. I, I loved, I love bell hooks. She's one of my favorite feminists ever, but, and then after that I finished, um, son of kafir which is about an olympian who a successful olympian who 
grew up in um, apartheid South Africa. Yes, he made it, and yes, he became this successful Olympian. But goddamn, like I'm sure that like the first seventy five percent of the book was just like white people yeah. treating. He and his and family horribly and all of the I, like, ropes he had to jump through. Yeah. Like, I can't do it anymore. I just, I can't. Like, and, and I, and don't get me wrong. I love a good old, like, from, from rugs to riches, but yeah. I'm tired. Like, it just seems to be the black story. Yeah. And I can't do it. I want someone to make a Legally Blonde for Blacks. Oh my okay. God. I just read this book. I think it's called My Sister, the Serial Killer. My sister actually sent it to me. Mm. Uh Jane, it's a Nigerian book. It's so, like, it's, like, such an easy, light read. It was, like, I think it may be, like, one of the first, like, books that is about Black people that was literally just about, like, Black people. Just Black people living their normal life. It was so refreshing. Let me tell you who the author is. I want to, if you have any, like, Black joy, I want to read about Black people experiencing life without having to suffer first. Yeah, yeah, so, and like, is this this book is like it's not like they have the perfect life, and like, of like, the book is about a bad subject, but it's not a bad subject because they're black. It's something that yeah. could have happened to anyone. Like, yes, the book is called My Sister, the Serial Killer. My net, the, I think we've sort of touched on this, but a lot of black people have said that you know the only way that and i don't i feel like this is just like a hater comment but i think it's worth <laughs> discussing that that tyler perry is on a mission that hollywood put him on a mission that the only way they would allow him to be mega successful is if he creates these movies that sort of you know degrade black people and that's the only way that he's been able to be successful i don't know because like when i like i've never met a white person like I don't even think white people watch Tyler Perry movies like I don't I don't even think that a lot of white people like watch it so that it's like Hollywood saying like okay you gotta get in there and like show people that black people and black women are horrible I feel like when I remember going to the movies to watch Tyler Perry movies it was all black people like Mm -hmm. I'm friends with a lot of people who aren't black I I don't think any of them have watched a Tyler Perry movie you do have a lot of white friends I do and I don't like I'm sure white people watch Tyler Perry but I don't think it's that common it's like Mm -hmm. and again I wish they did like maybe if they did it would be like okay Tyler you gotta get it together but Honestly, it's like it feels like for us by us, you know. Like mm-hmm. so that kind of like doesn't fit in the whole like theory that Tyler Perry has come in to like portray black people in a negative light, so that white people can continue to be horrible to us. Like I don't think so. Maybe that like you never know. No, I I don't discount every anything, but like I think that I'm more forgiving of certain things by black people at this moment because I feel like. I really did live a life previously where I wasn't aware and now I feel so aware and I'm so happy to be aware that I'm just like, mm-hmm. when I hear things like that, I'm like, no, I don't think so. And like, yeah. And we're taking the responsibility away from, from the fact that exactly, white people exactly. will just be white no matter what. Like, and Tyler Perry is not going to continue or stop or you know, put a pause. Yeah, like, we should just be happy that Tyler Perry's making his money. How How is it fair that we're going to blame this Black man But by how we're, like, looked at poorly and treated poorly by white people? Like, they've always, like, what do you yeah. mean? It's not Tyler Perry's fault. They didn't, they didn't need a Black person. They didn't need him to go 
and portray black people in a certain way it, like they already thought poorly of us to be like they don't need someone to show them something they already have their beliefs it doesn't matter what we do it feels like exactly i agree and then people have also said like we ought to be grateful yeah given keeping in mind that yes tyler perry makes these films that you know a lot of if you're a woke black you're looking at Tyler Perry's movies sideways We're maybe grateful not for what what you mean like, we, we ought to be grateful that Tyler Perry is at least putting black people on screen at least he's employing black actors is that then that black people kind of have to take the scraps they can get unfortunately because like people who aren't black really don't film us and like don't really like to include us in their stories i know they're starting to more and more now because of pressure from people who are younger who are like wait what like what do you mean yeah. gen z yeah <laughs> yeah but i i i don't know i don't i don't think we should be think i don't think we should be grateful i think we should at the end of the day it's like man this this man who came, he did come from a law. Like, I haven't really read, like, Tyler Perry's backstory, but I'm going to assume he didn't come from a really rich family and he, like, mm -hmm. made it. So it's a little bit of, like, I feel like we should all just look at him like, damn, okay. And, like, it is a good thing that he employs a lot of Black people. Should we be grateful? Absolutely. That's not how I, I don't feel like we should be like, he's the man. It should just mm -hmm. be like, wow, like, he did that. Okay. Like, I should point wrong? out. I should point out that the people who are saying we ought to be grateful are the aunties and the grandmothers, <laughs> the churchgoers. Those are the ones who are like, well, yeah, better be grateful that he at least has the blacks on TV. But it's like, I, I don't know about that. I, I don't, I agree with you. I don't feel like we should be grateful. Like, mm -hmm. He's not Oprah. I'm, I don't even know if I'm grateful for Oprah. I don't like, I, and that that goes back to it. It's like, why are these people just because they're black, they're supposed to be like role models. Like they have mm -hmm. to represent something. Like why can't they just yes. see? That's too much pressure. Like it's, he must, I, I kind of feel bad for him. He probably reads all of these things and hears all these things and it's like, damn y'all like it wasn't supposed to be that deep <laughs> <laughs> especially <laughs> considering the type of films that i'm making guys yeah like did you like is this not obviously trash like why are you surprised i this is what i do and you know but you're right because like do you remember i don't know do you i don't know if you have like family channel in the u.s but you have disney channel and remember yes. those horrific films that went straight to dvd those yeah. like all white cast films like and like, nobody ever horrible movies oh all God, the I time just... what is the hell what the hell is napoleon dynamite i still don't get what the hell that movie was about and like, we don't but an eye i watched this movie with my friends yesterday yes i watched a movie with my friends even though i shouldn't be seeing them i told you i'm tired <laughs> but it's it's this movie that just came out on um, Netflix and everyone has been talking about how it's such a bad movie, so we watched it. Mm. And it's called Deadly Illusions. First, I need you to watch it, Jane, because you think Tyler Perry's bad? This this movie said, hold my purse. <laughs> my God. My God. But again, I don't even know who made it. Like, if it's just a bad movie, we laugh. Like, why can't we just laugh at it and be like, wow, that was horrible. Like, try again next yes. time. Yes. There's and then always, it's done. Like, yeah. why does it have to be that deep? It shouldn't be that deep. It's too, he's making a movie. Again, he's not a freaking professor. He's not teaching us about life. He's making, he's not Dr. Fauci. Yeah, exactly. He's just making entertainment. Like, 
if we're going to be this critical of things that are like our entertainment, then we should be this critical about everything and not just what black people make. It's not fair. It's too mm-hmm. much pressure for us. I I agree. I definitely agree. And it shouldn't sort of be on the back of like, you know, like when Oprah I don't, do you remember that whole like well oprah brought dr phil to us and she introduced dr oz and what is yeah. oprah's responsibility and it was like it was this whole thing and it's like did oprah put like literally move dr phil's mouth and make him say those stupid things that he's been saying over the years no like, i assure you she didn't know he was gonna be this fucking dumb like there's no way because she would have been like no thanks but like again, it, that's a perfect example. Like, why can't like why can't we just do things? Like, mm-hmm. Everything, everything is just like so critiqued, and it's not fair. Like, let Tyler Perry live in his mansion. Like, he, doesn't <laughs> care. he doesn't care, and he's good. He's not stopping, and we're still going to see it. So why are we oh, talking yeah. about it? And Tyler Perry is probably, you know, like, hey, y'all can say whatever you want, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I have. 26 million people that watched a fall from grace on amazon when madea's coming home came out they were like four million views in one week i'm employing thousands of black people Mm -hmm. like i'm doing he probably is doing exactly what he set out to do i don't i really don't think he set out to be like to be like portraying black people in the in the bed and and again like what is it to like that again, I think the issue is like going back to like all of us are the same thing. Like, yeah, there can be ignorant like black films and there could be amazing black films. Just because mm-hmm. there's one ignorant black film doesn't mean like, okay, so then all of them are. That means if one is bad, then all of them have to be bad. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> no, that's true though, because and and you're right, maybe Tyler Perry, I honestly think like like when you look at like the work he's done outside of like let's let's take out the film piece uh-huh. during the pandemic for example last year he paid rent for like an entire neighborhood in atlanta he oh. bought groceries for he went to a grocery store and bought groceries for everybody who was in there gave megan a house to live in and paid <laughs> for their security <laughs> so i feel like maybe like for him and also like we keep um, I, this is a thought that just came to mind we keep talking about this narrative that Tyler perry keeps pushing you know quote yeah. unquote but to him is like these are the aunties that I grew up with. This is the type of life that I had. I'm telling my story and the story that I feel familiar with. And what's wrong with that, actually? And, and how could you expect someone who, like, rose to fame with the Medea character to be someone who has deep thoughts about what they're putting into? Like, he clearly is just, like, a cheap laugh, like, good entertainment, which, like, it, like again, I haven't watched in a while, but it's entertaining to some people. He mm-hmm. he, he He never, like... Do you think he, someone who is very interested in like serious storytelling, is going to come out of the gate dressed like a woman and being ridiculous and get <laughs> that out of their bra? No. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be Tyler Perry, and then there's going to be like Neil De- DeGrasse, and then there's going to be like there's just going to be different blacks, and that's okay. Yeah, like we're not we like one is not all. like yes we want to be close and be a community but like that's not fair to put all that pressure on one person to be like you are the person that's representing us like Mm -hmm. when did he sign up for that i don't think he ever and and, yeah and this is the same thing that that people keep kind of 
dragging Cardi B. Like it's like Cardi B is not Stacey Abrams. Let her be. She just wants to do her WAP and go home. Like if she yeah. wants to talk about, and she can, she can literally sing about her wet ass pussy and still be like Black Lives Matter. You can walk and chew gum at the same time. Yeah. But for some reason, we expect Black people to only just either your social justice or you're a whore. Like you know. <laughs> Like, it's like, can I be both? Can I be a hoe that loves social justice? Yes, you can. Like, please, I just love my puss to be pleased. At the same time, I would like Biden to get serious yeah. with Black issues. And that's okay. Like, very much into having sex, but I don't want to be sexually assaulted. I feel like that's common sense, but people make it seem like, how could how could you stand for both at the same time? Like, what right. do you mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. How could you sing WAP and then also tell your child to leave when WAP is playing? Because my child is two. Yeah, because my child is a child and I'm grown. Yeah. So. This is, you would think it would be common sense, but it's not. It's my last not. question. Now, we've, oh, we've discussed to death Tyler Perry. Personally, I feel like, yes, I'm happy for Tyler Perry that he's done very well for himself. Yeah. I'm all for Blacks doing amazing things Uh i have my issues obviously but that doesn't take away from like what tyler perry has accomplished yeah that nonsense most of the time yeah but (laughs) but but i also think like i'm also like tyler perry has had a a really tough life Uh and like to go from that to what he's become like you have to just bow and be like yes yes king for me you have a crazy work ethic you have to have the best work ethic to be able to have the life you have now and and somehow manage to still be kind and to still be gracious and you know and and so i i have a lot of respect for that however i do feel that Tyler has some issues. He like he has some demons he has to address. Don't we all? Like just <laughs> like I just feel like, woo, Tyler Perry, are you seeing a therapist? I hope you are. And I recommend therapy. I hope he is too. I because re- he's yeah. Sometimes people get so successful that they they are not able to be like to do some self-reflection. There's a good chance that he's not. It's quite Maybe evident in the work that he puts out that like there's a lot of things he's been through. Yeah. Um, but I want, I don't want to talk about Tyler Perry's issue. I want to go back and talk to about black men and like how, how they carry this trauma mm-hmm. with them. And it shows up, it sort of shows up in the way that they treat women. It shows up in the way that they perceive black women. It shows yeah. up in, I, I think when you were last here, we talked about like how black men came were so had the audacity to come on Yanla's show and talk about. <laughs> oh, I looked for that clip one day and I couldn't find it. Like I looked deeply for that episode one day. I don't know why, but I, I was just, like, I have to watch that episode and I couldn't find it. I saw a oh clip. God, I'll try. I'll, yeah, there was these clips. Even I tried to like buy it on Google Play and I could not find it. I love that's dedication to mass. Jake, like I love that. That is because I was just saying, no but like for, for a black man to be like to even reach that point of like not hating sense. your mom but hating your mom because she was just not strong enough to take on all the bullshit and we as a social worker mm-hmm. do you think that there's hope for black men to ever reach that point of like 
not even going to therapy but like addressing this this issue like y'all, like there is a serious problem obviously there y'all have a hate for black women because that's a representation of how you feel yeah. about yourselves yeah you know people like the charlemagnes of the world and i'll yeah. never forget when charlemagne tweeted that black women should try to be more like tommy lauren and build he something yeah dumbass he is and then he had to give himself like donkey of the day the next day why why would that thought even why would he because she started something out of uh, out of nothing and i'm like yeah what she used her plat she used her platform to do something maybe black women should try to be more like that so fucking stupid that he doesn't realize that if a black woman did exactly what she did she would not make it anywhere as far i mean lauren has made it because she's a white woman is like he bitch. out of his mind? I can't believe he said that. He I tweeted knew he was that. Dumb as hell. I knew he was dumb as hell. I didn't think he was that dumb. But I mean, he hasn't tweeted that in the last wave of like black uh, justice uprising. This was like a few years ago. But, but did he, he like? Did, did he tweet it past the age of eighteen? Because if he did, he oh, should oh, be yes. responsible. Oh no, 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 no. He did tweet that like a few oh, years ago. Um, and so and then 50 cent and, and little like not that we expect them to have any sense but like going on a whole podcast to be like well black women are angry we like the exotic ones <laughs> Just, and why does any woman want to be exotic like you're not a tiger like and <laughs> also like what does that even mean but and also like why would you know what <laughs> i've given up on on black men but like have i have given up on black men or all men at this point, because I feel like I have almost given up on 95% of the men in the world, no, any race, and I am hoping that I can find one in the 5% that I can be with, because I have, it's not just Bob men, I think it's all of them, that I'm just like, in what, where, what are you, what are you talking about, where, <laughs> what, like, just like, incredulous, yeah. as like, you, how, you're in power somehow, even though, like, nothing makes sense, okay so i when i think of men i think of black men because that's all i'm attracted to okay that makes sense um i never considered other races because why let me let me uh, drop some knowledge for you jane it ain't only black men that are pure dummies (laughs) (laughs) all of them all of them it's it's not just black all of them don't make sense Mm-hmm. Well, again, when when I say all of them, I mean a a, a large majority mm-hmm. are misogynistic, unable mm-hmm. to do self reflection, will blame others for things that literally come from within. But it's easier to blame other people because mm-hmm. I I hear like when we talk about the Yonla episode, it's like, is it harder for you to blame your father when he was clearly the reason that you dealt with all of this shit when you were younger mm-hmm. than your mother because your father is closer to to who you are as a person, because he's also a man. Mm, yeah. Like it's, it's like, it's just like a, a lack of an ability to take accountability. Is there hope that we will stop giving birth to the Charlemagnes? And, and, and the, or responsive, like, and okay. the futures and Alma all those I said people. it was our responsibility. My Lord, I need to take that back. It is everyone's responsibility who has a child to ensure that they're not like that. Because people will continue to be these horrible human beings Mm -hmm. if we 
aren't able to, and their fathers, unfortunately, aren't able to, like, stick around and be able to say, like, this is the type of person you should be. This is what's good. This is what's healthy. This is what you should want to be as an adult. Because if you don't have that, then you're just gonna, like, the, the little boys of today are gonna, like, look up to future and be like, oh, that's what you're supposed to do. And, like, mm. in no way should anyone look up to future. Oh, my God. Like, see, <laughs> just when you said that sentence, I cringed inside because i'm like okay so i plan to raise my kids different from how i was raised much as my mother was like a feminist like she was still she would still be like you know you know when men are doing you have to just relax so that they don't beat you you know you know know what my mom told me and my sister like within the past year she was like when you you should only marry a man that you would be willing to forgive if he cheated on you Mm -hmm. (laughs) And my sister was like, excuse me, what now, girl? What are you, what? Like, we, it, like, we almost started pulling our hair out because, like, yeah. what are you talking about? But then, again, like, whatever. I'm just going to yeah. make sure that doesn't happen for the next generation. And thankfully, that that thinking didn't come and permeate into my brain and my sister's brain. And but think about this. So I, I raised my kid, my little son, my little black boy, yeah. to be you know, at least to the best of my ability, like aware and to respect women and not uh-huh. even women, but to respect people to self-reflect. Uh-huh. And then they go to kindergarten and they run into little Charlemagne and they run into little future. Like I'm it's part of, that's the part of the reason I'm so scared of like having kids because I'm like, how will I ensure that I'm going to have sensible kids when they're still going to be exposed to people that just refuse to unlearn. Yeah. And those people are going to have children who are going to be around my children. I like, I feel like that's a valid point, but like once your kid goes to school, once they're like four or five, like I feel like that is good enough time for you to kind of put, like make things in, parent for them to have Mm -hmm. certain beliefs that it doesn't matter if other kids say things like I remember when I was like in elementary school and I had my little boyfriend he said that he wasn't gonna go to university and my mom had done such a good job at being like girl this is what you do when you get older that I was shocked I was like what do you mean it was him saying that did it make me feel like "Hmm, maybe I shouldn't go to university I, in that moment, was like, what, like, that doesn't make sense, you're supposed to do that. So just the ability for parents to not, like, not brainwash your children, but, like, have them represent the values and have the values within themselves so deeply that it doesn't matter what someone else says, that they're, even if they're a child, could be able to be like, okay, that's what you believe, but this is what I believe, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't align, and I'm not going to change my mind, six-year-old, I have my own beliefs. As a social worker, uh, mm-hmm. somebody who is working in the industry right now, how important do you think it is for us, for Black people, to get on board with therapy and, and just talking about issues that affect our community? It's so important. And, like, therapy is so important. I'm so aware, though, that, like, in Canada, the youth have access to therapy, where in other places they don't, unfortunately. So I feel like therapy is so important, but also, like, people need to talk to their children. I mean, mm-hmm. from in my time as a child and family therapist, I've just been, like, so, con- like, so many instances of people of all races of just, like, 
not saying things to their kids. Like, I don't mm-hmm. get it. Like, I don't, it doesn't make sense to me sometimes of things mm-hmm. that people feel like they don't, they sh- shouldn't have to tell their kids. I'm like, so then how will they know? Mm-hmm. And, and with my black clients, I, I really do see like parents saying like, mm, like, I don't know if I should be saying it. Like their father's not in their life and their father should be the one that's saying these things to them. And I'm just like, but their father isn't a part of their life. So then you have like, so just have to do it. father isn't there. They're just not going to, they're just never going to have this conversation. Like mm. I, I don't, I'm, I don't know if people realize how important they are to their children. Like I, mm. I really don't think they do sometimes. Like you are the person that's in charge of teaching them things and telling them things. And I think the issue is a lot of people don't. And that's when it like allows for kids to be influenced at school. But I feel yes. like if in the home, you're doing a really good job at like passing certain messages down and like being like firm on certain things and certain beliefs that they're not going to go to school and just be swayed so easily. Like, of course it it will happen from time to time, but Mm -hmm. it's not going to be that common. Like I believe Jane, you will teach your children what you want them to believe to be good people. So that if they're around bad people, it's not going to influence them. The, The biggest thing I want to like, never want my child it's too late for me, but I, I don't want my kid to to hold the burden of I'm black and I have to be silent and I have to, I, the, the responsibility of being the best black, always be on my Sunday best behavior is on me. Yeah, that's and, definitely and- something I'm, I will strive for because, I, and I think that's why this, that's why we're, we keep dragging Tyler Perry because yeah. we... Yeah. We think he has to be his best black, but it's maybe not. not. And and it's not too late for you, Jane, because maybe that's how you felt in the past, and that's definitely how I felt in the past, but we, like, have, we, like, probably haven't lived half of our lives, so, like, we have mm-hmm. so much time to no longer feel that, that, like, it will be, like, we can look back when we're older and be like, oh, remember when I had, the, like, I put that much pressure on myself and I believe yeah. that stupidity, but I've spent all of this time unlearning it and no longer making that a part of my life like it's not too late Jane it's possible I just have been this person like my whole life just always being like not even realizing how careful I am like when it's little things like make sure I don't chew loudly or make sure (laughs) I don't you know scratch my ears in public or just just make sure I'm as quiet as I can be and at work making sure I have my my Becky voice and not my you know my actual voice and like I've had supervised white supervisors being like wow you're always so you know calm and collected and in my head I'm like well I don't have a choice because if I go Jane on you then it's the narrative all, all, all of a sudden changes. And so I can't, I mean, if it's not too late, I cannot wait for the day where I'm free of thinking about being black before I do something in, in, in like, spaces. You're already like on your way there. And I feel like I have found a change in myself. And this is just like, I know the way I speak and how many people have said things about it, but this is just the way I speak. But I have been working towards like, in certain situations, especially work where I would like in the past wouldn't say certain things. Like I'm pushing myself. Mm-hmm. I'm pushing myself to be more of myself and not feel like I have to like hold who I am inside. And again, like you're at work, you're not gonna be who you are to begin with. You know, you're yes. not gonna be a hundred percent you, but you could still work towards being like, okay, 
I wouldn't say this under normal circumstances, but when I think about it, it's still completely work related. And this is how I feel. So I'm going to say it. Yeah, like even like simple things like I wanted to wear like a BLM shirt and I had to I had to think like, okay, do I want to do this? Do I want it? And then I ended up not doing it. So like little like when white people wear like their their you know let it bleed and they do their things at work it's like they're meant to to be like well they're strong empowered women yeah but i feel like i'm always like so conscious like i have a mask that i wear to work that says black lives matter and i'm always like almost on my no one has ever said anything to me but i'm always on my tippies like i'm just gonna say i wish someone would say something to you please please do you want to get sued at this moment because this is a perfect time my mask literally yeah every time i walk in black lives matter and like i've had clients be like yes shout out to black life yeah but i'm there's always that thought at the back of my head like am i going to get reprimanded for being loudly black no one at work knows that i have a podcast that (laughs) i call white people out so if that day is coming but like i can't wait for it (laughs) i can't wait to be like like loudly black in spaces yeah that's my dream and i'm working on it in therapy (laughs) there you go but i think going back to your to your question of like is there hope for black men i feel like everyone just needs to do just spend a a little bit more time in the mirror and so i think people need to stop critiquing tyler perry and need to start looking at themselves and if they do do that then there is hope yeah but if we're too busy being focused on other people we're never because that's like that's what a lot of people do and i'm like such a loud mouth and i do like like i'm always talking about stuff but i'm also like looking within and being like hmm like, was that appropriate? Like, is this the type of person I want to be? And I don't know if a lot of people are doing that. And I feel like people should just be doing that more. Yeah. And you definitely made me like, I don't, should I say change my mind? But I've definitely thought you about a it different differently. So thank you for that. I, I definitely I definitely came in being like, I'm not gonna come in guns blazing like me, you know, and then you're no. just like, whoop. <laughs> it's not like i hope people don't hear this and think i'm in love with tyler perry i hope i know that i like it's not like i stand tyler perry Mm -mm. (laughs) i don't even watch his movies but at the same time like and there was a period of time i was like man he's trash Mm -hmm. and like is he but now i'm just like his movies are trash but is he josh i don't think so he's he's, i want i want to do what he has done jane i want to do what he has done I want his money for yeah, sure. I want his money too. I want I want that life. I don't want to make the things that he's made, but like he's no, done no. something right. And it's and I think he's done right more than he's done wrong. And like we should oh, again sure. just like stop focusing on his dumb stupidity and like look, look at ourselves. And I feel mm-hmm. like it, it was a lot of like looking inward that has caused me to have this change of mind of Tyler Perry and just be like I don't care. yeah unless we find a name for like unless we start being like adam sandler owes the white community classy movies and it's never gonna be like that so then let's leave this man alone i agree i uh, you know and if you don't like it just don't watch it and that's what i've done and like i don't like this i'm not like what is this so i'm just not gonna watch it yeah i'm definitely done watching like again I'm I'm done with Tyler Perry like, in terms mad, of his movies. Right? Like it, I couldn't be, like it's not <laughs> even that it's bad. It's like 
you just didn't care to make it good. Like, yeah. <laughs> you I mean, didn't yeah, I don't care think he's to make ever it pretended good. You. Didn't he one time say he like, wrote a script in seven days? Like, yeah. I don't think you're pretending to care that much if you would say that out loud. Yeah. <laughs> Work ethic, Aymana. Yeah. Seven days. And like shooting like House of Pain in three days at a time. So, like, that is, that does. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to be quality. It just, it simply cannot be. And he knows that too. And he's he knows that. So he's saying it to be like, yeah, I spent a very little amount of time on this. So like, you guys should all know that. So. And yeah, you're right. Why haven't, why weren't we like, well, he's obviously telling us that this is not that serious. I spent two days on it. Yeah. Instead, we're like, how dare you, you know? Yeah, he's, like, being real about it. He's like, yeah, I didn't spend that much time on it. So then all of us should adjust our expectations to be like, he spent three days on it. Of course it's going to be horrible. Of yeah, course. Yeah. Aymana, thank you yes. for coming. Of course. Come back, please. You know, I, just that, like... We, we always have these, like, amazing discussions. We and do. What were we talking about earlier that we said we needed to get into? I don't even remember. Religion. <laughs> I feel like we need three parts of that. But, yeah. um, again, it's always a pleasure. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Oh.